This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Kispert now driving and rejected. And Baylor's on a break. Smart move here. Little delay. Hagler. Splash. Killer. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski on the BetQL Audio Network. Joe Ostrowski and Preston Johnson here, live on the Bet 1430 in Denver, 105.9 FM HD2 in Chicago, 93.1 FM HD3 in Los Angeles, and live uh, weekdays, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern time on the free Odyssey app. Make sure you are following us on Twitter, at BetQL Daily. It was a beatdown from the Baylor Bears last night. Uh, let's talk about that from the book's perspective with Jeff Sherman at Golf Odds on Twitter. He's the VP of Risk Management at the Westgate Superbook out in Las Vegas. Uh, Jeff, how was the uh, the action overall last night with Baylor and Gonzaga? I was really brisk, uh, very well received. Uh, a lot, of, lot more support for Baylor. We opened the game five with Gonzaga, uh, got as low as four, and we got a lot of bouncing between four and a half and four, but uh, a little bit more support, especially on the money line for Baylor. But it was very well received by the public. Okay, that uh, Baylor support coming in was, was it across the board? Was it uh, betting public, like you mentioned, or uh, a lot of sharp moves? Uh, we had sharps on both sides. Uh, when we were at four and a half, we dealt the line on a ten cent line, so plus four and a half, minus one hundred five. We got some sharp play, and then when we went down to four. Uh, they were laying minus four, minus 105. So the sharps were balanced between that. The public was more so sided just on the Baylor side, taking the four and a half, the four, uh, the money line especially. So when you have uh, what appeared to be a pretty non-competitive game throughout, how does that impact the live stuff? Uh, well, it actually it helps with our handle because when a team gets up like that, there's a lot of Gonzaga support. Uh, people taking a nice price where they think that they can come back. So fluidly all throughout the game, uh, it kept people's interest, and we got a lot of Gonzaga play during during the live play. Any specific games that stood out as uh, big winners, big losers uh, for the books uh, with the uh, tournament as a whole? Uh, well, I know we lost on the Gonzaga-UCLA game recently. Um, there was a lot of UCLA support. Even though the spread was 14, you'd think that there was a lot of Gonzaga support as the public supported them all year. But uh, UCLA was very well received throughout the tournament, so we didn't fare too well on their games uh, once they got out of the, the play-in games. But uh, other than that, uh, you know, anytime a, a favorite loses early on especially, uh, you know, Michigan going down, things like that, uh, we do really well with those games. Sure. Uh, want to get to the Masters in a few minutes. 
But we had another quarterback trade in the NFL. Sam Darnold goes to Carolina. Any adjustment uh, after that move by the Jets? Uh, we didn't adjust a thing, so it's just status okay. quo with that trade. So do you think Teddy Bridgewater and Darnold about the same? It just it's it's negligible and it just doesn't have any impact from our perspective. And, uh, you know, especially for, we didn't expect anybody to come looking to bet the Panthers based on that. So uh, hence, no, no movement on it. Did you ever uh, get some Panthers money with people guessing that maybe they would land Watson? We did early on. We took some sharp play on them. I believe it was at 80 to one uh, from a respected group. Uh, and and um, it drove their price down. We were as low as 30 and then settled at 40 on them. But uh, there was anticipation that some people thought that Watson, that might've been a landing spot for him. Okay. Uh, this is a BetQL Daily. Joe Zdrowski, Preston Johnson, our guest, Jeff Sherman, VP of Risk Management at the Westgate Superbook. Any adjustment that you've made in the NBA MVP market uh, saw that once again, James Harden had to leave very early in the Brooklyn Nets game last night. Yeah, it's uh, really becoming one-sided towards uh, Nikola Jokic. I went all the way as high as one to two on him now and bumped everybody else up, Harden up to six to one, Giannis up to 12 to one, LeBron up to 25, Doncic up to 40. So I'm basically inviting money on everyone else other than Jokic at this point, uh, you know, he's the only one that's been staying healthy and he's yeah. still producing the numbers and everyone else just has some reason that they've had a health concern that might take them out of the equation. Any notable recent bets on some of the other guys? Uh, well, we've actually, even at the low odds, we saw some Jokic support over the last week at plus plus one twenty and even money. Uh, there hasn't been too much on the other guys. Uh, we had some hardened support about a week and a half ago when he dipped as low as, uh, I believe I had him at plus 225 was a low point. Uh, but he received some support at less than five to one. But now that he's dinged up and uh, especially that he had to leave the game again, might be out a little bit longer, had to bump him up to six to one now. Okay. Wow. Uh, Jokic, the heavy, heavy favorite, one to two over at the Westgate. Uh, Jeff, what about, uh, let's hit on the Masters here. Jordan Spieth, obviously the big story. Uh, you go back a few months ago, it was a much larger number than than where we sit. Uh, what's the highest uh, that you recall that Spieth numbering? Well, we opened him at 60 to 1, and he was at those odds when he was playing Phoenix until he uh, performed really well there and backed it up at Pebble Beach. So uh, you could have found him at 60 to 1 for a while. Some people did. We have a couple $200 tickets on him at 60. Uh, but then he took a rapid dip down. And when he started doing well, I went from 60 right to 30. And uh, most of our money on him is actually at 12 to 1. So it's been in the last couple weeks. Uh, people now have bought in, especially coming off the win last week. I was as low as 10 to 1. But money is showing up on other golfers in the pool. So I have raised him back up to 12 to 1 at this point. Okay, Spieth at 12 to 1. Uh, in the outright market, any uh, specific sharp sharper play? Uh, well, Patrick Cantley has seen some. He was as high as 30 and 25 to 1. Cameron Smith is showing up on him. Uh, and they were taking 50 or 60 to 1 on Cameron Smith. He's currently 40 to 1. Uh, and we did take a $5,000 wager on Dustin Johnson at 9 to 1 from a respected player. I went down to 8 to 1, but uh, that really uh, made people shy away from him. So I'm back to 9 to 1 on Dustin Johnson. Any uh, Anything that's really popped to you as far as sharper play on matchups? 
Well, they are supporting Rory McIlroy in all his matchups, and you know it's pretty much documented how he's been struggling recently. But um, I guess they're feeling that this is a time to buy in when he's an underdog in his matchups where he used to not be. So McIlroy has been well supported, and there's a lot of golfers that they're fading. Uh, Spieth with some of the top guys uh, today, Colin Morikawa got faded in his matchups, and Lee Westwood and Tommy Fleetwood. Uh, we're just seeing money going against those two golfers. All right. Very good. Uh, when you're obviously handicapping and you do this on a weekly basis, coming up with the numbers for the Westgate Superbook, uh, how are you handling the results that we saw in November um, compared to what you expect to see this week? This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I don't want to put too much stock in that at all. The course is going to play a lot different. Uh, I think Augusta is going to make it more challenging because I think they feel a little embarrassed by how well Dustin Johnson and a few others did. Mm-hmm. And they're going to make it more challenging. So we're going to go back and look. It's throwing out last year. I mean, I think the only thing that can help some of the golfers from last year are some of the first timers. that got to see the course that might not have otherwise seen it. And at least that can help them this time around, even if the course does play different. But when I'm looking at all the numbers and really putting in, into uh, how golfers played on this course before, I'm, uh, I'm putting more stock in, in prior years. Is Kepka taking money? He is, and I was as high as 40 to 1 on him. I really didn't think he was going to play, and he's going to go for it. But uh, not having played in a month and uh, probably still having to deal with some knee issues off the surgery, I don't consider him too much of a threat. So I've eased his odds out. Uh, they took some 40 to 1. We're at 30 to 1 right now, still seeing some money. Right now, he's number three in ticket count. So uh, people are just backing him at longer odds than they're used to seeing in a major. What do you think about Bryson's chances this week? Well, I actually like his chances this week because he put a lot of pressure on himself and came out and uh, said a lot about how easy the course was going to play uh, in November and how he could uh, dominate the course. Right. And I think that, that I think that humbled him, and he's a really intelligent golfer. Uh, we see it the way that he approaches the game, and I think he's going to use November as a learning experience and take a different approach this week. And he's coming in in some, in some top form. And I think that ultimately that November experience will help him this week. And uh, I think he has a shot this week based on him not doing well in November. Anybody that uh, the Westgate Superbook will be rooting against? Well, there's a few guys up there. Uh, right now, Kepka is one of them. Uh, Colin Morikawa, Victor Hovland, some of the younger ones. And uh, we've taken some at long odds. It doesn't take much to add up here. But Fred Couples and Jose Maria Olathabal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Olathabal, we lo- lose close to seven figures. We took $100 on him at 10000 to 1. Uh, Fred Couples, we took a couple hundred bucks on him at 2000 to 1. So that adds up quickly. And uh, those, we're not too worried about those, but those are our largest <laughs> liabilities. But it, would, it wouldn't be too shocking if Couples were to, to be a top 20 result, right? No, he could do something like that, but he's not going to be a threat to win the tournament, especially at this stage of his career. 
No, not at all. Uh, any uh, any favorite plays that uh, you'll be getting involved with, outright matchup or anything? Well, I like Cameron Smith, uh, Corey Connors a little bit deeper in the field, and some matchups. I myself, I'm fading Spieth, and I played uh, Smith and Connors in some matchups too, so to go along with my outrights. All right, very good. Jeff Sherman at Golf Odds on Twitter, VP of Risk Management, Westgate Superbook. Thank you, Jeff. Enjoy the Masters. All right, thanks you guys too. Good stuff there from Jeff Sherman. One to two on Jokic for the MVP. Does uh, with the way everything's gone with Harden, and uh, we're not seeing LeBron return at this at this time. Does does that seem about right? It's one way action. I, I think they're the first to go that drastic that direction. I don't think anyone else I've seen minus two hundred yet. So uh, minus one thirty is still around. Minus one fifty. I mean, he's probably. I mean, the fact that he's offering. 40 to one on Luca, for example, is, is, I mean, that's probably the best price there is on Luca still or LeBron at 25 to one. So uh, I think he's, he said it, he was honest. He said, we're trying to get action. That isn't Jokic. We're begging for it. Uh, Cause I think, I think that it's kind of, I mean, outside of an injury, pretty set now to Nikola Jokic and uh, deserving. Yeah, I think so. I and mean, there was, it's, it's lame picking the favorite, but I mean, the last two weeks we've kind of just said, look, he deserves to be a pretty big favorite versus the field at this point with the Embiid and LeBron injuries. And it's unfortunate that that was the path that kind of created Jokic being the favorite, but it just is what it is. I mean, I think it's fair and I'm, um, I think it's telling that they moved him to minus 200 now and they're offering huge prices on everybody else. If I get a Luka, now I have a Jokic ticket, but if I get a Luka available at 40, I would bet it. I'm guessing that's the only one. I'd be shocked if yeah. anyone else was there. I, I just pulled up a 16. Like one range or 16. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. That's about where he still is, yeah. Yeah, and that actually makes a lot of sense. And we, we expect the Mavs to continue uh, to have some success here in the second half, but he might just be running out of time. Uh, yeah, interesting. You're right. A lot of places have, have Jokic in that minus 130 range, but uh, maybe others will start to move in that direction to minus 200. If, if you were setting the line on that, yeah, that's what you would do. Yeah, I, I agree with their approach, and you know, I've talked to people with this just off offline too. Um, some that have like Embiid futures that you know with me that are trying to hedge. Like, should I bet Jokic and at this price to try to lock in a, a profit of some sort? And I am always wary of that because one injury to Jokic, and then you know he's not winning, and then you have to bet what Harden yep. now or Giannis or whoever it is. Um, so I don't really ever recommend doing that. But I, one thing I have just said is. If Jokic plays like another 10 to 15 games, I mean, it's it's going to be his. I'm fairly confident about that. And so um, what, how are you handicapping how many games Jokic plays? You know, is he, one, you know, minus 200, 67% to play the majority of the season left? Yeah, probably. So I, I think, you know, I think it should be up in that range. Are we still okay with uh, Quinn Snyder, head coach of the year at this point? I think so. I think they're the most surprising team at the level they've played from the start to finish. They haven't been as hot recently, so maybe that takes away from some of the the vibe there. You can give it to Steve Nash though, playing you know with just a bunch of stars that are granted Duran hasn't played. Maybe maybe that's where you go that direction. But Monty Williams, that's probably I think the second most likely. I think other than um, maybe Doc Rivers because they've kind of withstood the MB loss and they still have the best record yep. in the East. I think they're tied with the Nets. So uh, those are probably the top three and maybe four if you want to go to Nash. I get a little worried when I, when I hear 
media types, and I know that I don't think they're betters. I mean, voters. Um, maybe they are or betters. But I, I hear them talking up Tibbs. Like, they're dying to get Tibbs, oh, wow. uh, like, top two, top three guy. I'm like, really? Don't you, don't you have to be one of the top teams in the East to be considered for that? Yeah. What, what, it's just tough. Yeah. yeah. If you don't win enough games, you're never really going to be in contention. We'll, we'll get, get to that on the other side. And also, our best bets says BetQL Daily on the BetQL Audio Network.